Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Neil. Uh, evidently, aliens are real. Yeah. Have you seen this? Is this is this anything that it does have anything to do with what you sent me earlier today? No. No. Then I'm not sure. Well, I don't doubt that they're real, but where's this coming from? Uh, well, we'll get we'll get into it. How about that? All right. Among some other stuff. So let's spin the music with our new intro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I'll kill a snitch, but (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that that's gonna be a a (laughs) smashing success. (laughs) It will go over well. They can make you wear pants. Welcome to Talk About Town. It's a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, here's your hosts, Neil and Jeremy. What do you think of the new intro? I like it. Our announcer came and re-recorded with a new company, new host, a fresh new look. Who's the new host? Oh me, yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's you. Well, that's uh, that's cool. And and um, so I guess I guess the cat's out of the bag. We have to make an announcement, huh? Yes, well, the we do. Made in our intro, but yes, um, but it's a little bit more. Uh, I want to say official, but you know the the grand opening is now. Right. So it it's like Facebook real now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which that's we were Facebook talking about official. that we were talking about that recently. That's not as much of a thing as it used to be, is it? Well, I think it's become um, much more of a like a parody, or you know, like a kind of like a, a dubious distinction. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Neil and I both joined Judah Real Estate Group, um, which is my uncle's brokerage. Um, his name is Mike Judah. We'll talk about. It. We'll actually talk to him a little bit later. Um, and uh, yeah, so we were, we're not unhappy in our previous brokerage and we really like our, our former broker and we'll maintain a good relationship with her. Um, but we just saw an opportunity here and obviously having a family connection doesn't hurt. Um, and Neil and I are kind of a package deal these days. And um, I think, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a mutually beneficial um, leap, you know, for, for both Neil and myself and uh, for, for Judah real estate group. So I think, um, I think it was a good move all around and we look forward to it. Um, you know, look forward to the future and what it holds because we can't predict it, but yeah. So, you know, moved on Judah real estate group. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll uh, chat with Mike a little bit here in a sec. Um, you want to look at some stats and numbers, uh, market report brought to us by Chad. Hello, I'm Chad Hennessy with InsureMax. If you're exploring options for your insurance coverage, let me and my staff help with taking the burden off your shoulders. We at InsureMax are a locally owned independent insurance agency providing options and flexibility. This allows us to design coverage for your auto, home, business, and life insurance specifically for your needs. Please contact me, Chad Hennessy, at 502-479-4085 
or email me at chadh at insuramax.com. Insuramax looks forward to removing the stress of insurance shopping for you. I think it's everybody's favorite thing on the show, the numbers. It is. It's just so bizarre right now. I just, I don't know. I, I, I looked, I, I was looking through some, even some real higher level uh, numbers in there. Not, not like higher level, but like trying to see more in the trend department of like, why, why is, is it what's happening? Because the, the graphs are, you know, they show number of listings um, sold to list. And some of them are similar to years past, but just a little more extreme, but some of them are opposite. So usually your number of listings from like, you know, July of 19 through the winter would go down and then up to July 20, but it's been a steady decline from, well, really it started about November 19 and it started that winter dip, December 19, it's going down and then it just keeps going down. It just never really come up, has it? No. Would you say the number was right now the second? 1852. 1852 houses listed right now. 1,852 uh, houses. And um, the prices are up, but not a crazy amount. So June of 2020, uh, median list price, 285K. July 19, 267K. So up, but not, not crazy amounts, but that's, I mean, it's significant. Sold to list ratios up to 97 and a half but that's only up from 97 last year. So, so list price to sold price, 97 and a half percent. So the average, well, I always say as a, as in any market, as an agent, you want to get about 97% of your asking price. So if that's, that's the average of every home that's selling is, you know, so, so really um, you don't have to be, you don't have to be a very good agent to get your list price right now. You, you know, you don't have to, <laughs> you're, you're um, just, put it up there and people are paying for it. Uh, that's not wholly true, but, but uh, that's kind of what it, those numbers indicate a little bit is just 97 and a half percent is the average of what people are getting, um, you know, list of sale. That's, that's pretty impressive. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think, well, just to kind of, you know, I always like to put things in perspective. So we haven't seen that, rise you know like when the peak season march april may june you know where we're, we normally see a very large rise in homes listed on the market um i mean you would see as dramatic as two or three or four thousand more homes in you know the 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 middle of spring as opposed to in the dead of winter mm-hmm. um and now like neil just mentioned you're seeing you you've actually seen a, de- a decline in homes listed as opposed to you know and it's not that people aren't listing their houses it's just they're they're just moving so fast so i think it's a combination there's definitely not as many people listing as there were 10 years ago but um a lot of it is just because there's such a lack of inventory things are moving so quickly they turn over never catches up it just never catches up right yeah you you want to 
you know, somebody says, Oh, let me see what's on the market. And you send them some houses. Well, the next week it'd be a whole different list depending on the price point. Right. I mean, it, it used to be like if you wanted to, well, back when we could ride in cars together and go and see each other and all that stuff. Um, no, but it used to be like somebody would send you a list of properties or you'd send them a list of properties. You'd say, you know, pick out ones you want to go see and we'd set them up for later in the week. And just like you said, now, if you do that, half of them are going to be gone or more, especially if they're, you know, in that kind of 150 to 300 range where it just seems like there's never anything anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, so 300 and under, especially 200 and under, I mean, it, things just, I don't know. They move quickly. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's wild. How uh, now the, the bright spot, if you are buying rates are historically low right now. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit last week, but I mean, what was it? 2.875 for a 30 year fixed loan right now. Yeah. I saw someone offer, it was, I think it was like a Facebook post on lender I'm friends with said they have a, I think it was a 2.1 15 year that they can offer, which I I'm not looking for one right now, but it kind of gave me the butterflies for a sec. Well, and that's, that's something that, um, you know, buyers need to consider because if you can, if you can basically have the same payment or close to, if you can afford the payment at 15 years, you know, comfortably as opposed to a 30 year, um, you know, and, and a lot, a lot of people, they think, you know, there's 15 year and there's 30 year. There are, you can, you can amortize a, a loan for 20 years, 25 years. It doesn't have to be 15 or 30, but um, if you can reduce your term and still comfortably afford the home, um, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, now's a really good opportunity to take advantage of that. Cause yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how long the rates can stay this low, but um, I mean, we're, we're kind of, I don't know. I mean, this generation, we're kind of spoiled in terms of, in terms of rates. And, un, you know, unfortunately it, it's coincided with some difficult times in, in our economy. And that's usually, you know, usually the, the way it works, you, you don't get really, really low rates in a really, really, really good economy. Um, you know, so ultimately it needs to balance out at some point so that you, you still have relative affordability, but also lenders are making money and everybody is happy. But, um, if you're getting, you know, two and a half, three percent, as opposed to, you know, five or 6% a few years ago and 5% is still such a low number from a historical standpoint. I mean, like when my parents bought their first house, it was like at least 18% interest rate in the late 70s. That's insane. So anyway, but like I said, we're spoiled. We think, you know, the rates are at five, then it's like, oh my gosh, the rates are so high. But but um, obviously, you know, it does make a pretty big difference in affordability when it when it jumps one or 2%, uh, one or two points, you know. So anyway, it's uh, it really is crazy right now. Yeah. That's so, our summary. That's our summary of the market. It's crazy. That it's it is crazy. It's just bizarre. Um, it is. It's uh it's not typical right now, but 2020 has not been a typical year, I would venture to say. Yeah, I think that's an understatement for sure, but yeah, I mean I think that that's one thing we always you know, we always want to we don't want to ever discourage anybody from looking to buy or sell because 
things are happening. People are buying, people are selling. Um, rates are ridiculously low and things are moving really, really fast. So it really can work out to the benefit of either party. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about it, as I always say, you know, now is the time, you know, you can't, I mean, if you can do it and you're comfortable where you are financially and all those things, um, and you're thinking about doing it, there's waiting for, you know, the rates to drop again or, or for things to, I don't know, in this case, we're dealing with pandemic, but, um, I mean the market essentially. Yeah. Like you can't, you just can't do it. Like it, it never, it, there's never a, just a perfect time and you can't second guess yourself. If you're ready, you got to do it. Yeah. And you got to trust people like us to guide you through it. That's right. All right. So um, we just a little bit ago talked with uncle Mike, <laughs> also known as broker Mike Judah of Judah real estate group. Um. Yeah. We, we didn't feel like holding him hostage for the whole show, so we'll drop in our, our little interview with him here. So, as you guys know, we have joined Judah Real Estate Group, and Judah Real Estate Group is owned by my uncle, Mike Judah. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you both doing? We're doing good. Excellent. Thanks for being on with us. Well, I'm very happy to have both of y'all join. Actually, Jeremy, to join back and Neil for the first time. Very, very excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. You don't have to, you don't have to lie. I'm just kidding. Now we're we're glad to be we're glad to be there. Um, glad to be there as well. So, how long has Judah Real Estate Group been in business? Well, uh, it's been in business since the uh, late '90s. That's right. You know, 1998, to be exact. I was thinking, I was thinking about then I was thinking maybe it was 99, but yeah. Okay. And what's, why don't you tell people uh, a little bit about your background just in real estate in general? Well, you know, <laughs> I started off, uh, I was fortunate enough to start off with a, a great developer uh, at the time that was actually the largest uh, residential developer at that time was NTS. And they of course did some great developments like Lake Forest and Owl Creek and Oxmoor Woods and Stonebridge at Anchorage and on and on and on. And, uh, and I rose to the ranks from being uh, land sales to all the way up to being a, a vice president over the entire residential. Hey Mike, Mike, talk a little bit louder or keep the, keep the microphone closer to you. There you go. That helps. All right. Yeah. Uh, can I, should I hang on to it? Yeah, maybe. Okay. So anyway, um, so anyway, I don't know what y'all heard it or not, but I started off with NTS. I go back over it, and for uh, I started off in residential land sales, and uh, and NTS was the number one residential developer at the time. They were also doing commercial, they were also doing multifamily. They were very large, and um, and still are. Anyway, um, I rose through the ranks from uh, land sales up to being in charge of, uh, you know, vice president over uh, the residential. And from that, I learned all kinds of things. I learned how to develop land uh, and, uh, and it's what, what goes into it. And that's where it, and I was fortunate enough from there to be worked for a couple of other different developers, even worked for Paul Simon and running their builder developer division for a short time. And uh, basically from there, I broke off on my own after working for a couple other 
you know, developers and broke off Moan in 1999. And uh, when I started my first residential development, which was the Gardens of Dorsey. And from there, we not only developed it, we, we, uh, we built the units, we, you know, marketed the units and we sold the units. And I, so when I really had started my, started my own real estate company, you know, pretty strongly at that time because I wanted to market my own developments because I didn't feel comfortable with other people doing it. If you want something done right. That's right. If you want something done right, you did it yourself. And we've been (laughs) fortunate. I mean, knock on wood, I've been involved on my own on many developments and other ones that I've done for other people over the years. And, uh, you know, and, and in those, all those times we, we didn't handle all the real estate aspects of it. So, you know, and there's, you know, as, as most people know or do not know, I don't know, but Judah Real Estate Group is kind of diversified in the fact that we do have a, you know, and it's growing nicely as with two new additions. You know, Judah Real Estate Group is one aspect of it. And of course, Judah Construction and Judah Development is a whole nother side of it. And it kind of gives uh, us as agents and also, you know, to our clients, it, it's just an, it's an added dimension, something that we can offer that a lot of people can't. We have a whole construction company at our disposal, basically. Yes, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, what's nice about it is that, you know, I have agents all the time and they really do bring me, they bring me remodelings. You know, we do do large remodelings. We even do small remodelings. And, we, you know, I've had them bring me where we've done work for uh, in commercial. So, yes, I mean, agents are very, very, very strong part of that. Not only the ones I have, but ones outside that have brought us business and we paid that paid them for that. Nice. We're talking about doing a remodel here on the upstairs in the next, I don't know, couple years. I'm picky who I work for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know, my dad and stepmom live in Owl Creek. Oh which, my. Okay. Yeah. So you had a hand in getting that together, I guess. Yeah, we um, were there from the inception. Well, how long have they been there? Oh, gosh, they've been there now for probably 15 plus years. Okay. I've been, I've been gone since 91 or 92 from that area. I was there from 85 to uh, NTS to 91 or 92 while we were. And, but that's when we started it was in 1985. Well, their house is great. It's a a really nice development. Um, It's not as far out as some of them, so it's a little more central. You know, easier to get things, easier to get two places from there. Anyway. Yeah, I went to a friend's house in high school um, in in the 90s, and I remember they were still building over there heavily when we went over there. I think their house was very new. Yeah, well, there was, uh, my God, there was, I think there was like 12 sections to it. And plus there was the Stonebridge and Anchorage. There was, Al, uh, which was the estate section of Owl Creek. And then there was the estates of Owl Creek, which is separate section. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a highly, one of the most successful residential developments, you know, of its time. So you got any other questions, Neil, for Mike? You specifically? Um, well, I don't know about questions. Um, are we going to do business cards? <laughs> <laughs> if y'all what? <laughs> um, no. Well, it's been really cool. It's been very easy to um, transition. And, and I, 
I think people should know that Jeremy and I didn't come from our previous brokerage under any duress or any bad situation. We just saw something, um, an opportunity. And um, I have a lot of people that ask me about, hey, we don't know if we want to buy or don't know if we want to build. And they'd say, hey, do you know a builder in this area, that area? And I think this will give us a little bit more flexibility with that answer. I hope so. And, uh, well, I think um, there's, you know, the Judah name, I think it, it, it means something in real estate. Um, Judah Real Estate Group, uh, as Mike said, has been around for 20 plus years. Um, and Mike's been, not to age you too much, Mike, but you've been doing this for close to 40 years. So, you know, and it's Louisville's a, Louisville's a small town, big city. So if you put your name on something, it means something. And, and to have a good reputation um, after being in the business for as long as you have been, I think is a testament to you and how you operate. And we're, you know, we're excited and fortunate to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I look for us to, to grow um, both on the resale side where we're helping buyers and sellers and on the building side. I think it's a great opportunity for all of us. Well, I, I agree. And I'm, I've said before, I am actually excited and, you know, uh, and I think it's going to lend to a better opportunity because I would like to grow and uh, the real estate side from all kinds of different avenues and not necessarily just from people, but, you know, moving into the 21st century with wonderful little, you know, web, you know, the, 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 uh, the websites and all kinds of things to help you all to go out there and help, your, uh, your clients better market their, uh, their homes. Yeah. So, um, we're doing this podcast via zoom right now. So yes, another, another example of the technology that we can take advantage of. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, it's important. I mean, real estate is one of those businesses where it's kind of always on the cutting edge of technology. And I think, um, you know, I personally am, I'm not resistant to technology, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't really embrace it either. I kind of take, I use it as it comes. And, uh, and that's, you know, but that's where Neil is really strong, where I think he's going to add a lot to Judah real estate group and the technology, uh, technology side. And, um, you know, as you said, help bring us more into the 21st century and, um, you know, and without losing, you know, without losing what we feel is our core value, which is, you know, the relationships that we build with people. I agree. So, so would you say then if there are um, awesome agents out there hearing this that are unhappy or looking for a different opportunity that they should talk to you through us? Yes. Okay. That's, yeah. that's always good to know. Yeah. I'm picky. <laughs> <laughs> Keep saying he's picky, but I, he, he let us join. So I don't know, but um, I let, I let, I, I let you join. That's right. <laughs> Neil, Neil was a no brainer. It was, you know, it was, it was, uh, yeah. That's right. I'll, I'll do right by, by all of you guys. I'm kidding. I'm glad to have both of you. Uh, well, but yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, I mean, I am looking to, to grow it. And as I said, personnel wise, but my main thrust is I want to grow it you know, technologically speaking. And I think that you helped that, Neil. I mean, you've already helped us in the short time you've been here. And I want to continue because I'm going to start putting marketing dollars more into the real estate side because knock on wood, the 
the construction side seems to take care of itself. I get tons and tons of referrals off of that, although we do get it on the real estate side, but I get I get a lot more, much more than I can probably even handle right now. I'm having to, for the first time in a long, long time, turn away work, which is just killing oh, me. Wow. But, but I mean, I, there's only so much you can do, but, but, uh, but that's a nice problem to have. But, but, you know, going back, but yes, I am going to grow it and I'm going to grow it and with good young people and uh, that can actually, you know, that are much, much probably smarter in the real estate, you know, in different ways than I am nowadays. So it's going to, it's happening and it's going to continue to happen. Good. Well, we know you're busy, as you mentioned, more business than you can handle, but it never stops. I think uh, I always said, um, well, really you and Sally, my, my, my lovely aunt, Sally, Mike's wife, um, two hardest working people I know. Um, and they, they love it. They really, really love it. But, um, you know, they, they, it just, it's nonstop. So, but anyway, with that said, I, I know, I know how busy you are and you got things to do. We appreciate you, you know, joining us and, um, you know, maybe we'll have you on again. Well, I appreciate you. all. I appreciate y'all asking me and, and, uh, I would be, I would be more than happy to come on again. Well, that was excellent. <laughs> I think it's yeah. funny. Uh, when you, when you piece a show together, you have to, you know, that did, it, it happened not long ago, but not just this second. No, it was, it was, well, nothing, nothing on a podcast really happens in real time. So, you know, but, but it was, uh, you know, an informative interview, um, got a little bit of insight into Mike and his background and, um, obviously he's been around a long time. He's got a lot of knowledge. He's got a lot of resources. Um, and for someone like myself, who is an agent in this brokerage or Neil, um, we, we hope to take advantage of those resources and, uh, and we hope to be resources to him as well. I think, um, you know, we kind of alluded to it. Um, you know, he's done things kind of his way for a long time. Um, and he's more, he's always been more focused on the building side. He's always had agents, but um, it's never really been a primary focus. And, and so I think that's where um, Neil and I come in. It's not so much uh, to take away from the building side, but to just complement the building side. Um, and, and again, having a real estate company, well, having a full service company like Jude Real Estate Group at our disposal, where you can have you know, access to an entire construction company certainly doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't. So, uh, moving on, Jeremy and I kind of collabed a little bit earlier and came up with a few, um, happened in Louisville stuff. I will say, you know, this time last year, it was a little bit simpler to put together topics for the show. Cause you'd be like, well, it's this, 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 that's what everybody's talking about. But, um, things are open to some degree things are things are different but I, I saw a cool article about the historic tours that are primarily down in old louisville and they're blowing up right now um and i and i think that's really cool you know i'm a big fan of innovation and um you know, thing things change as far as as technology. You think of Amazon putting uh, smaller stores out of business, and and to some degree, I'm like, well, 
that's because they're providing something that they, that other people can't, you know, they don't make horse buggies like they used to because we got a car. But if you can turn something cool like a tour and say, Hey, this is an outdoor tour where we're going to be safe and we're going to go see stuff. Their business is up more than 50%. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I was, I've grown up in old houses. Um, I mean, that's the historical homes tour. That's what it's about. It's a, it, you know, like Louisville, um, you know, some of you guys may or may not be aware. Uh, and it mentions this in the article. We have one of the largest collections of old homes in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our old is relative, you know, 200 years old in this country is pretty old um, compared to thousands of years old, like in Europe or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we have some amazingly beautiful historical properties in this fair city of ours. And, um, you know, there's some, there's a lot of kind of interesting facts and or lore that go with some of these homes. Um, and so they've attracted people from all over the country. I mean, they they mentioned someone from New Jersey who'd come in to see it. So, um, although we do know that traveling and moving and all those things can, can, can spread the virus. Uh, it's still like, this is an activity that you can feel relatively safe doing. Um, you know, you can socially distance, you can wear a mask and, um, and you can, and you can enjoy some of the beauty and architecture that our city has to offer. Um, and there's just, you know, as Neil said, some, some things are open, some things aren't, some things are half open, you know, but this is something that you can fully enjoy without, you know, really sacrificing anything. Um, you know, maybe, maybe a minor inconvenience of wearing a mask, but, um, I think that, uh, with so little to do right now, or we're always, we're just looking for things that we can do and, and, you know, so many things have been canceled and it's tough. It really is. Everybody's already Um, built their deck. I think. Have you tried to buy any decking at, uh, any of the stores, lumber areas? Good luck. Well, well, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully there's enough for me because I've got a guy who's scheduled to do that very soon. So, um, anyway, um, I hope hope he said he already ordered it, so should be good. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, so this, Global Homes Tour was, it's pretty cool. And it's something that you can do, you know, with your family and, and feel pretty safe doing it. Yeah. And learn something too. Yeah. And we were talking also, this, it's part of why I got on about like, you know, innovation and, and figuring, figuring stuff out on the fly. Because another article we were looking at was um, about the arts scene in Louisville. And, you know, like things are not the same. Theaters aren't full or, or open even. Um, you know, the, the, the ballet, the orchestra, actors theater, um, all those kind of things. And it's just not going on. And I think it's cool because it breeds innovation. It breeds, let's, let's come up with a way to do something cool for people in a way that everybody will feel safe. Yeah. And it's, it really is tough specifically for the arts, you know, where they depend on in-person traffic, they depend on ticket sales, they depend on donations. And, you know, a lot of these 
are not for profit, um, you know, like arts museums, things like that. It's, it's, um, you know, and Louisville is known for, I mean, not necessarily known all over, but people that know, know Louisville yeah. has a great art scene, a lot of yep. culture here. Um, so yeah, we, there was something interesting, um, about, um, utilizing video and, um, kind of, I don't know, um, taking, taking, a, you know, parts well, of a live performance, parts of a radio performance and kind of piecing it together. Yeah. Like, like the ballet doing a film season instead, you know, like you can watch it and it's, it's 125 per household. And I'm really, I'm, I like direct to the producers kind of uh, thing, you know, they're not putting it on Netflix kind of thing, which I just, I just like the ability to be able to do. I've got a couple um, content subscriptions that I, that I pay a little bit. It's not very much, but I pay just a little bit to the artist or to the, there's um, an app and a podcast that like full features. You got to, you got to send me five bucks a month. Well, it's worth it to me. So, and I just, I think that model's cool. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they've got to find a way to, you know, survive and, you know, in some cases thrive in a very difficult time. So, um, I don't know if we have time to get into, you know, into the food stuff, you know, like specifically, um, like Louisville's restaurant row, quote unquote, Bardstown road, um, talk about it just a little bit, but yeah, you know, you guys know, if you listen to the show, you know, me, I'm the food guy. And this has been a very difficult time for me. Um, you know, I feel, um, a sense of duty to support our, uh, local establishments, but also feel a sense of duty to protect my family and, and, and those around me by socially distancing. So, um, it's tough, but I have a Darth Vader mask. And, um, I think that it's counts. not like one of the full ones, but I've, you know, I like go to the gas station or Lowe's and I keep thinking, I'm like, I need to pull that thing out. Cause that'd be awesome. But then it's so hot right now. Yeah, I get it. Sports. What sports? Well, there's hardly any sports. Louisville city is playing again. Uh, they finally won in their new stadium. It took three tries. Yeah. Um, and then I, the other night, uh, there was a UFC pay-per-view, and I've got ESPN Plus, so I watched the undercard a little earlier before the main thing. And since I've watched that, I get like MMA updates from the ESPN app like four and five times a day. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Well, they, they're desperate for viewership, and they're desperate to give you their content. But um, well. The U.S. or the um, Louisville City. Sorry, I can't talk. Louisville City. I think um, it's the in-person sporting events. Um, you know, having fans in the stands. It's definitely a controversial topic. Um, I think this is how you have to do it. I mean, a baseball uh, is not even having any fans in the stands, and they are already having to postpone games because of COVID nineteen outbreak. So. Mm. Um, did you hear about that? I didn't. Yeah. So um, it's just, I don't know. I, people, people talk about, you know, about the severity of the virus and 
like I said, this is not a risk I'm personally willing to take. And with definitely not for some baseball. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get out of here, I kind of teased it at the beginning about aliens. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I, I thought maybe you'd seen this, um, but maybe you haven't. I guess on July 23rd, the New York Times uh, printed some, um, an article where um, basically the, the Pentagon had said there was like some once covert stuff with UFOs and, and um, otherworldly kind of stuff that they had said, ah, oh, that's disbanded. We didn't. And they're, they're not telling any details yet, but basically they're saying, all right, uh, it's not disbanded. We've been studying this stuff. Um, evidently they've been briefing Congress on a bunch of stuff like this. Um, there is a bill, a funding bill that involves the, like the UFO agency, whatever it is out in the open for everybody to see. And they want to give after the laws passed, um, information to the public after a hundred, 180 days after the law is passed. Um, I would say, um, just Google aliens and go to news right now. Uh, that like, I don't know. I've always, I, I'm a skeptic uh, at heart, but I've always, you know, you hear enough weird stuff about this that you're like, I don't know what, what is it? And this is, this is the New York times, you know, this is not some, some underground, you know, zine right. talking about this. Well, if you've ever seen Men in Black, you know that the National Enquirer is the most reliable source for news. So. <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think um, you know, I think that it's when you think of the vastness of the universe, it would be um, pretty small-minded to think that we're the only life forms, you know, that that exist, only intelligent life, um, you know, on on our planet. So yeah, I mean whether or not it's been discovered or, you know, if there's documented evidence, uh, I know that there's a lot of documented evidence that probably isn't real documented evidence, just like, just like Bigfoot. Um, but you know, I certainly, I agree. Um, or, you know, I'm, I'm skeptic as well or skeptical, but, um, I'm certainly open to the possibility and I'd, I'd love for somebody to, uh, to give me some definite proof. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm kind of excited because you know I think about all weird stuff like this. So, you know, are there aliens? Are there's not? And and there's never any. You know, it's like all conspiracy and stuff. But um, there's actual, um, real verifiable people that have said real verifiable things. And a lot of it's classified at this point. So yeah, you know, there's nothing but where there's smoke, there's fire. I would say with this, this is my my feeling on it today in 2020. Yeah. So like in men in black, they could just be living amongst us and we don't know it. <laughs> We'd never know. They look just like you and me. There's probably the guy at the pawn shop and the, and the <laughs> exterminator. And yeah. So. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, that's, I think that's a good, good thing to end it on. Yeah. Aliens. So yeah. So email us, um, let us know if you've seen any aliens. Yeah. Be on the lookout. <laughs> That's right. And I tell you what, if there are aliens here, they'll probably need a place to live. 
There you go. I'm, Rap, I, and we sum and it we, all up. We we don't we don't discriminate, as you know. Um, you know, fair housing. I don't know if um, yeah, um, aliens are protected class, but they should be. <laughs> they should be. However, um, with this uh, lack of inventory, and if they're all all buyers, it's going to create more problems. Yeah. Well, as you said, maybe they've been here all this time and they, they're already selling their houses. You know, they're already buying and selling. So Possibly. I, you know, who knows? But yeah, you all keep keep your eyes out for the for the aliens and let us know what you see. That's right. All right. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Neil. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to check our social media at TalkAboutTownKY. Drop us a line at Neil at TalkAboutTownKY.com. Jeremy at TalkAboutTownKY.com. Neil Cox and Jeremy Judah are your friendly realtors with Judah Real Estate Group.